Hey, PaleoGo family, and welcome to another episode of the PaleoGo Show. I'm your host, Dylan Fladhammer, CEO and founder of PaleoGo Nutrition. And uh, today I want to get into something super tactical. Uh, it, I'm super stoked to kind of be back. Uh, gonna start recording these again regularly. There's a little bit of a hiatus, um, but I really enjoy these, so uh, I'm gonna get back into them. And today I wanted to get into uh, something super uh, practical and tactical uh, that came to mind when I was thinking about uh, what to talk about because, you know, my few episodes up until this point have been a lot of kind of like mindset and structure. Uh, and so I want to give you guys a super, super concrete tactic um, that actually literally changed my life, like had massive, massive positive benefits um, by implementing this tactic. And really the tactic came out of being stuck in kind of this dark, cheat, kind of depressive loop uh, and coming up with this tactic and implementing this tactic uh, got me out of that for the first time. Uh, and it's it's something I've recommended to other people as I kind of watch them go through their journeys and, and fall into the same trap. And so uh, let's just break it down. When I was in a really bad cheat loop, meaning... I was doing kind of cheat day, but cheat days bled into multiple days, uh, and it it was about every seven to ten days. So basically what would go on is I would cheat by having something like one cookie, and then because of my mindset, I was like, well, the whole day's fucked, so... I'm going to eat everything I can that I've been denying myself in the next, whatever, 12, 16, 18 hours before going to bed. Like, now this day's fucked, so I'm just going to go crazy and eat everything because then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and be, like, super strict and never eat this food again. So literally one cookie would, like, set me off, and then I'd go get, like, all the shit, like... Dairy Queen blizzards and fast food and dozen donuts from Tim Hortons. Like, I just would go off the rails, like, bad, bad, bad. And and really, to highlight the point is, like, it wasn't even cheat so much. Like, when, when I kind of worked out my whole deal and, like, decompressed it and kind of healed from it, a lot of it was, like actually kind of this self-flagellation, self-punishment of like, I'm a fuck up because I had one cookie. And so my cheats actually got like dark and self-punishment. It wasn't just about um, like that I've been like not allowing myself these things. It was like, it, it went super dark. So anyways, that loop is, is something that I struggled with for about a year uh, and it's actually still to this day, the hardest, uh, time I've ever found myself in was when I was at the bottom of kind of the spiral, because, uh, what would happen is I would have this cheat and then that might bleed into a day or two. So it'd be like hardcore until the point of like, I felt so shitty and had so much pain that the, whatever that final day 
all I'd want is like good clean food. Like all I want would is just salads and like vegetables and nothing sweet. Uh, and I'd eat super clean for like five, seven, maybe ten days until kind of the the pain wore away. Uh, and then again, I'd have like one piece of dark chocolate or like one cookie because really uh, on a macro again uh, i'm trying to color the story so it makes sense which will lead me into the tactic was full-on sugar addiction and again it's even now it's weird saying just because it's just everyone laughs it off like unless you've actually struggled with it no one really gets that like hardcore sugar addiction is real even though i've lived it it's still hard for me to say just because i know everyone and to be honest yeah it's like everyone still judges it it's because it's still not it's not a conversation we're having that like you know all the science is out that you know sugar is is more addicted than cocaine and like and heroin and it it triggers all these opiate receptors in our brain yet we still don't really have a conversation about sugar and it's like people's weight and and struggling with food is like just a discipline thing we're not treating it like the addiction it is so for me to get into the tactic that was the that was the mindset of the unlock and then I'll I'll go into the tactic the mindset was actually accepting it was an addiction and actually getting real that it's an addiction and and almost stepping up to that intensity of like okay this is really an addiction so my actions need to be you know congruent to that intensity like i actually need to step up to the plate and like if i'm actually going to get over this I need to treat it like the addiction it really is and bring that kind of intensity to my discipline, to my, you know, wanting to get over this. And so uh, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. So I don't know what smoking addiction is, but I just borrowed from what I've learned, right? Like lots of people are addicted to cigarettes. You know, smoking addiction is a real thing. There's a lot of tactics out on the market to help people quit smoking. And so as someone who's never even smoked, you know, I'm around enough of it kind of in general that I like have an idea of, of, of some of these tactics that people use to get over smoking. And so I literally treated it like a smoking addiction. So first and foremost, cold turkey with zero tolerance. So even though... I still fucked up sometimes and like didn't follow sometimes, right? Like we all, we all quote unquote fail, but the mindset or the goal or like what I, what I was aiming for, the, the high standard I set was zero tolerance because I knew from doing it for a year that any amount of sweet made me crave more sweet. So there had to be zero tolerance. And again, I fucked up it a lot, but I think part of why I eventually got successful was because I always mapped back to that. That was always the ideal. I didn't beat myself up when I fucked up, but I just got back to the ideal and I never wavered from that true place of zero tolerance, that I just can't have anything that's sweet because it's a trigger for me 
and I just don't have the discipline and I do have the addiction. And so just being very black and white that any amount of sweet is not setting myself up for success and is actually going to make me go down the bad rabbit hole into the darkness because I've done it. It's a pattern. I did it a hundred times. And so I know exactly where it's going to go. So if I can stop it right at that place where it's like, all I have to do at that point then is focus on dealing with the cravings because I know like from zero to one, zero being normal state going about my day, one being having a little bit of sweet one leads to bottom, like one leads to rock bottom. So I have to prevent just that first step because that, focusing on that small step, just that means I won't hit bottom. So it's amazing. It, it's literally, uh, I, I might use this metaphor wrong, but it comes to mind. It's literally the pebble that holds the boulder back. It's like this boulder of destruction is going to roll down and crash on rock bottom again if I loosen that pebble. Meaning if I have that that little bit of sweet, everything's going to go to shit because it's just the pattern and like that's where I am with the addiction and the mindset and the lack of discipline. So all I have to do is just at that that very first win when it's the easiest, when the monster's the littlest, that's where I have to win all the time and that needs to be the focus. And so like I said, I just treated it like a smoking addiction. So I literally bought good quality gums and mint. So like, and what I mean by good quality is like not fake bullshit, but like some of the natural ones that exist out there. Again, none of the, nothing sweet because that was my trigger. So they're all mint flavors. And anytime I had a craving, I used gum and mints to then distract the brain because what's amazing. And I didn't know this going in, but what's amazing. And I think, again, I'm just using what, People have prescribed for smoking addiction, which is a big thing. Lots of people have overcome it. So it's like there must be some truth into why these things exist. And what I found out is that cravings are actually very short. And it makes total sense if we think about it. Like biologically, uh, I'll tangent a little bit. People always ask me about fasting. I'm like, how do you not go crazy? And I always tell them like, the hunger you experience doesn't last more than five minutes. Like literally, it, it can feel like an eternity, but like actually in real time, the amount of hunger you might feel, maybe five minutes. And I think that's being ultra super conservative. It's actually probably only a few minutes. And then it goes away because it doesn't make survival sense for your body to just keep screaming at you that you're hungry. Like you would literally go crazy and die. So it's not a good, like the body is smart. It's like, Hey, we're hungry. Like, Oh, okay. No food's coming. Okay. We're going to turn off this, this hunger now because otherwise you would go crazy and not survive. You need to get back to doing what you can do to possibly go get food. Cause we're hungry. <laughs> so, this is what I tell people about fasting is like, it's actually a mental game. Like the hunger is actually the easiest part of fasting because the hunger, like the hormonal, the hunger, you feel hungry goes away. It's super short. Cravings are the same thing. The problem is they're usually intense and we usually give in too quick or because it's, it's a mind thing, the craving might go away, but the mind stays stuck on it. 
the mind is just like looping because of we don't have the right mindset of like I want this thing I'm depriving myself like blah 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 insert insert whatever rationale and excuse you need to then have the thing so what I found is using the tactic of gum and mints I always carried them with me and anytime I had a craving for sweets I just popped a gum or mint and and again it's like I didn't care if I needed to eat three mints to get through five minutes. It's like, because all I knew was I just needed to beat that little demon there because it was just a pattern. Every time I gave into the, sh- like the sugar or the craving, shit got bad. And then I had to restart and like pick myself back up. And so super simple tactic and again what i learned was the cravings go away they don't actually last that long so all you literally have to do is bridge that amount of time that one two three minutes and again typically the craving is because it's like either you're stressed or it's because you're like at a store and you're like seeing it and you want it and so it's like it's a moment in time that you just have to get by And I've told multiple friends this as they're kind of dealing with their own, you know, discipline struggles, uh, you know, with foods and with staying on top of it and with succumbing to cravings. I've recommended the strategy lots because it it really worked for me. It's literally, other than the mindset, and again, they're tied, but other than the mindset, this tactic actually got me from like the deepest, darkest fucking craziest time of my life to then get on my feet to actually start building to the success where I'm at now. It's like, if you look at my kind of paleo journey in short, over six years, it was like, like good climb for a year, like good, quite steady, like big results in the beginning, obviously, like most people, especially if you like, you know, stay, go strict, do the 28 days, like actually get into it. Big kind of spike. And then literally, it was, like, the biggest crash. Like, I didn't even go back to pre-paleo days. I went fucking a 100 times worse. And, again, it's, like, I could break this down. It's for another podcast. But, like, really, again, like I was saying in the beginning, like, it got to self-punishment level. So it's not even at this point where it got was, like, just cravings and, like, you know, not being allowed certain foods that like got su- like self punishment level. So like the bottom and to crawl out of that, some was mindset, some was life, but like this tactic, super, super helpful again, purely because it was the pebble that held the whole boulder from blazing down the hill. And so every little Every little craving was a little battle and every little battle I won got me one, you know, one minute, one hour, one day, one week, one month further. And the thing is, again, this has been shown and people in this community will attest. It's like once you give up sweets or like whatever your thing is for a while, the longer you go, the less the cravings come the less intensity the cravings are because your body is actually getting over it right so again i don't want to get too far into other things i could go into so many topics but like literally the gut microbiome maps to what you eat it actually does the bacteria in your gut 
is a representation of what you eat. So if you're eating a lot of sweet stuff, the bacteria in your gut that would classify as a not good bacteria literally start dominating. They grow more. And then when you stop eating the sugary things, they're there. They don't want to die. So they're actually sending signals and fucking with your brain to say, give me sugar because they want to live, you know? And so when you actually go without it for like, when you actually go without it for a while, those populations die off because you're not giving them, you know, what they need to survive the sugar, the good bacteria growing. Cause I, hopefully ideally you're eating good foods. So you're now growing the good bacteria. And so there's literally less of the bad ones hijacking you saying they want the sugar so like fundamentally the cravings start to diminish and they start to go away and i've experienced this so many times i have to remind myself it often uh same with my partner whenever we do kind of like deviate from a pretty strict foundation and like i don't get as crazy ever anymore but like we'll go off a little bit like maybe some dairy free ice cream or like whatever. If we kind of go at that for a few days, like we don't go crazy, but like it'll just happen and we're a little bit more loose. The week, the first week of kind of trying to get back to like clean and disciplined and not having that stuff because I'm trying to get to a new level again is the hardest, is the highest cravings. And again, it's because of that. It's like, now you've tasted it. Now your body's experienced it. Now your mind's experienced kind of the, the oral pleasure and the dopamine hits. And so it's like everything is acting against you and wanting to succumb to the cravings. And so you just have to get over it at that point, right? You have to defeat it at that very first point. And so if you're struggling right now with getting to your next level of health goals, and you are like really feeling down about yourself because you keep letting in, you keep not sticking to your discipline, I encourage you to test out this tactic because really, if you're at that place, you've got nothing to lose. And it's super simple. It's, it's not expensive. It's not something fucking crazy. It's actually very simple. Number one, actually treat it like an addiction in the sense of like, maybe you don't have a sugar addiction. And I I don't think everyone does. I've had this conversation with other people, but just like give it some more seriousness. Meaning like if if you keep setting this goal of like wanting to eat better and clean, but it keeps not happening, it's you're not taking it seriously enough. So first take it a little bit more serious. Be like, okay, I really want to do this. I'm gonna really take it seriously. So I'm gonna treat it seriously. And then implement this tactic on top of that seriousness. So be disciplined in carrying gum and mints. Make sure to, again, get get good stuff. Like any health food store, you can get good products these days. It's super easy. Don't get dumb shit. Get good stuff. Carry it all the time. And whenever you're having that craving, like pop a mint, pop a piece of gum. Literally, you just have to get over it for like five, ten minutes and then, and then make sure you don't dwell on it or, like, get it stuck in your brain or, like, go do something else. Maybe go for a walk. Like, just get over that and recognize the first week is always the toughest. So, like, if you're trying to eat clean, do, like, a Whole30, 
don't think about the 30 days, actually. Just think about getting over this first week. Because I guarantee if you can get over the first week hump, the second week becomes easier. And the third week becomes easier. And the fourth week becomes easier. And then you'll get there. And you'll be like, oh, shit. But just, and what's good is, again, me self-described kind of like obsessive I've done this dance many times I like I get better and then I get a little like lax and get a little bit gray and have a little bit more of the stuff even though it it doesn't really map to where I want to go but it's okay like I've learned to the stress I used to have about the obsession was worse and so now I like I delight in it a little I don't get crazy um but then I like you know, like kick my ass back because I want to climb and I want to get to the next level. And every time that first week's a little bit more tough. And I just, I know it going in because I've seen the pattern a thousand times that like, oh shit, okay, I'm going to have more cravings this week, but I really want to do this thing. You know, I had my fun, I indulged. So like, let's get back to seriousness and let's get to the next level. And, but let's just get through this first week because this first week's going to be a little bit more of a challenge because you know, I didn't set myself up for success. And then each week progressively gets easier and easier and easier. So I think I'm going to end it at that because I think hopefully this is going to really help some of you guys. Because it's, again, it's just what I've said in previous podcasts is like things don't need to be complex. It's actually oftentimes these really simple things. And sometimes it's a simple practical hack and sometimes it's a simple mindset or thought process and so combining these two i think could really help you at least get to the next level or or get out of this little rut you feel like you're in right make it serious set a goal and just focus on getting over this first week because i guarantee next week's gonna be easier i super appreciate all of you guys listening in uh thank you so much and i'll talk to you soon peace out guys